This week I'm really excited to talk to a couple separately about their experiences in the hot wife lifestyle. As you know by now, I'm a cuckold engaged to a hot wife, and I'm really curious to hear how another couple, a few years into marriage, continues to make this lifestyle work for them. I decided to speak to them separately so that they could speak freely and openly, and so that I could compare their perspectives on certain situations and arrangements. They both had so many great things to say, so this will be a longer episode than usual. So let's get to it. This is The Cuckening. My first guest today is B. He's 35 years old, and he is the proud husband of a hot wife. Uh, we will be talking to his wife later on, but first, let's get his perspective. B, welcome to The Cuckening. Hey. How's it going? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, we're kind of on the same side of things here. I'm talking to people from all different sides of the spectrum on this podcast. But, um, you know, I think just in the sort of pre-interview we did, it sounds like we're sort of uh, similar. I, I call myself a cuck because it's just sort of easier and rolls off the tongue more than husband or really fiance of a hot wife. Um, but, uh, you know, we both have partners who play with and have sex with other men, not relationships, no emotional component, um, as far as I know from your side. Um, so maybe you can start by telling your perspective of what it means to be the husband of a hot wife. What it means? Oh, I don't know. I guess like she's free to do whatever she likes to do. If there's no secrets or any deception or anything, then you know, we're both on the same page with it. That's the only thing that's ever really bothered me about any relationship I've been in is, you know, people cheat on each other or whatever, and it's all full of lies and manipulation. And it's not really the sex that's ever bothered me with any of that stuff. It's just feeling lied and left out and things like that. So I don't know. I guess I've just never really thought about sex as something that's, you know, mine to keep. Like, she's not mine. You know what I mean? Totally. No, I, I feel exactly the same way. I sort of feel like, you know, it's really uh, kind of strange that, especially in marriage or in an engagement that's leading to a marriage, that I would ever expect my fiance or my wife not to feel attracted to other men. And so if the conversation is open and honest and she wants to have sex with somebody else, her not having sex would probably put a damper on our relationship you know it's it, you don't want to be the one that's resented for getting in the way of your wife's you know sexuality which again like you said you know we don't own our wives sexuality yeah and it's kind of like you know you said attracted that's different than sex like everybody is attracted to somebody you know we all have like our you know our celebrity crushes and things like that you know, sex is just another component on top of that. It's separate. It's, you know, so somewhere along the line, somebody drew a distinction there between attraction and sex. And, well, it's, it's okay for you to be attracted, but you can't have sex with this person. And then some people go even further and they want to get possessive. Like, well, I don't want to even know that you're attracted to anybody else but me. And that stuff just whatever point you're at on that spectrum, it just seems kind of unrealistic to me. You're going to be attracted to somebody else. You're going to get those urges to want to have sex, regardless of if it's with someone you're married to or dating or whatever. 
We all get those feelings. I completely agree. Now, in my relationship, my fiance is free to have sex and does have sex with other men. I do not have sex with other women. Um, It is not something that she wants. She doesn't get off on it the way that I do when she has sex with other people. Um, But I'm curious. I think someone listening to this who is not the husband of a hot wife or is not a cuckold would say, well, Hey, you're saying that your wife is allowed to have sex with whoever she wants because it's sex. It's attraction. Why hide it? So why aren't you allowed to have sex with other women? Or is it that something that you just don't want? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not really anything that I really want. Like everything that I could want in a woman, she gives me like, she's kind of like, you know, the bar that's, you know, she set that bar. And no one else can really touch it. It's like, you know, you might see someone else be like, oh, well, yeah, she's cute. Or, you know, she's got this, you know, or, you know, her butt looks nice and that kind of stuff. But, like, my wife's already set that bar. So whether or not I say it, I'm, like, automatically just kind of comparing it. I'm like, yeah, her butt looks nice, but my wife's is better. Or she's cute, but my wife is cuter. You know, that kind of stuff. So she's got what I need. She gives me everything I want. Wow, that's really nice to hear you talk about her that way. I feel like a lot of guys could take a page out of your book. So you mentioned that, you know, you don't have sexual relationships with other women. Uh, Do you have interest in or have you had sexual experiences with other men? Yeah. Yeah, there's always kind of been a little bit of an interest there. I don't know. It was something that popped up after uh, our first threesome one of the guys that we were with, you know, mentioned to her after the fact something about me and that he was bi or whatever. So she mentioned it to me and I was like, yeah, sure. We could give that a shot. So, you know, that prompted her to inquire more about that. And I've kind of realized that I'm not really like, I love women, women. There's, you know, that's who I'm attracted to. But it's not so much just women. It's more people and situations. So I can recognize an attractive guy, you know, and I could, you know, if the situation's right and do whatever. And I'm not like totally turned off by it. Everything else, like anyone else is just kind of novelty, you know, like they're not what she is. And I kind of see how that can play back around, you know put the shoe on the other foot. It's like, I'm her bar. Like no one else that she's with or she talks to can step up to me. Like they're all just novelty, you know, whatever. And that's what I get out of it. It's like, you know, she has fun doing that. She has fun playing with those novelty toys or whatever, but she's going to come home to me and I'm going to do it right. You know, (laughs) like I'm going to give her what she needs. Oh, that's great. Now, how did it start? How did she what was the first situation of hot wifing? Did you know what it was when you started getting into it? Or is it something that you fell into? How did it happen? You know, I don't really remember like where I read about it first or where I heard about it first, but I mean, okay. Well, with me and her, how it kind of started was I was really jealous and insecure. And I've always been kind of that way, you know, throwing accusations out and that sort of stuff. And she was the first woman who's ever really kind of checked me on it and been like, you know, hey, I'm 
my own person. I can talk to other people. It doesn't mean I'm going to go off and bang them or anything. You know, I'm just talking and I'm allowed to have friends. So kind of trying to keep that jealousy in check was one of those things that helped me realize my attraction to her or to the idea of her being with other people. Hmm. I don't know. No, that, like, that makes sense. There was a specific talk that we had. Like we play, uh, we play an MMO RPG and, you know, we talk to people online and stuff and she's, she's got a flirty personality. So I'll see her, you know, flirting with whoever it is online, you know, just being funny and silly goofing around and stuff. And it was after, you know, we kind of like had a few spats of my jealousy and things like that. And, we were trying to work through those and I just kind of noticed, you know, that I kind of enjoyed it. It was kind of funny and it was also kind of hot, you know, even though it was like all jokes and stuff. And I mentioned that to her and she's like, well, what you think it's, it's hot when I flirt with other guys or whatever, even if it's online and I don't know them, they don't know me, whatever. It's like, yeah, it's kind of hot to think about you being with other guys and, she says, whoa, wait a second. It's hot to think about me being with other guys. And then the conversation just kind of flowed from there. And, you know, one thing led to another. If you feel comfortable, could you tell us about the first guy that she had sex with, the first bull, um, for lack of a better word? Um, you know, what that situation was like um, for you and how you met the bull and how you felt after the situation it was actually somebody that she knew. It was a former friend with benefits, you know, from before when she was single and stuff, before she met me. But it wasn't planned at all. It was, but it wasn't. Like, we had talked about all this stuff, you know, like I said, the conversation evolved. And, you know, so she started, you know, okay, well, I'll make this dating profile and, you know, we'll start chatting to people and stuff like that. And, you know, I'll flirt online or, you know, through this app or stuff like that. And it'll be harmless. So we we're doing that for a while. And, you know, well, okay, it kind of got to the point to where we're like, okay, let's put this into motion. You know, we've talked about it. We've done this. We're cool with it. We're having fun. So let's actually try it. So she's talking to somebody that she actually knows from here in town. And, you know, they kind of get into their little groove talking and chatting and they plan out a night and stuff. And we get a hotel room and drinks and and she was just going to hang out there and I was going to be home and do this and that while she's having her fun. But then she's texting me and she's like, well, he's not showing up and now he's not responding to any of my calls or anything. Like, okay, cool. So she's went out, picked out this outfit and got all the stuff for the room and there's nobody there. So I went there and we hung out and we drank and decided let's just go to the bar. And we went to the bar and eventually she ran into, you know, one of her old friends, like I said, and closing time came, she took him back to the hotel and that was that. And were you there or did you go home or what was well, your involvement? As far as she knew, I went home. But I did kind of linger outside the door and listen for a little bit. It was, it was fun listening from outside the door. So the next morning, did you come pick her up? And what was that 
like? I mean, did it? Work? Oh no, it was maybe a half hour or something. And when and then she texted me, and I went back to the hotel, which you know I had to like chill for a little bit to make it seem like I wasn't right outside the door. Right. Then I went back in. She knows now, but you know, at then she didn't know. So I went back to the hotel, and she was, you know, drunk and exhausted from her workout. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of did our thing and then fell asleep together. And did you feel that the sex that you had that night was significantly different? Did you feel closer than sex previously? Did it enhance the sex that you had? It was intense. I don't know if it was like a close bonding type thing not then not that time it was just like everything was exciting so you know your endorphins are rushing and everything and you know so it was it wasn't like bonding but it was intense and then we just kind of fell asleep did you feel either then or in the days after any sense of you know regret or jealousy or concern yeah yeah and how Um, did you deal with that poorly (laughs) <laughs> um it was when we fell asleep you know because she was a lot more tired and a lot more drunk than i was so it was right when we laid down maybe a few minutes after and she's laying on my chest snuggling up on me and you know snoring or whatever by this point she was sound asleep obviously and that's when it just kind of hit me all of a sudden and like you know, I got that frog in my throat. I think I may have cried a little bit or whatever, but either way, I got up and I left and I went home and I had to like process by myself at home for a few minutes or hours. And then I went back to the hotel and slipped back into bed with her none the wiser. And I talked maybe online to in some forums about it for a couple of days and I heard a plethora of opinions on it, you know, and eventually I talked to her about it and we just kind of worked through it. Like every encounter that we've had, at least the first few, there's been some kind of, um, I don't know, some kind of hurdle. And it's usually on my end. It's usually something that I have to work through. I didn't like the way this happened or, or this made me feel insecure or jealous or, or whatever. And, you know, we've talked about it and, and we work through that. And then the next time it's not that hurdle, but it's a different one. And we've kind of jumped through enough hurdles now to where there's fewer and fewer as we go along, if that makes sense. Oh, it does. And it sounds like you have a really special relationship. And, you know, I, I hear a lot of sort of my situation in the story that you told, you know, for me, it's really that my fiance is, you know, was very, very sexually active before we started dating um, I was not. Uh, I think I was pretty repressed, actually. And she's she took my virginity. I've never had sex with anybody but her. Um, and so I think sort of I experienced sex through her eyes. And, and, you know, in the way that you were saying that the hot wife lifestyle has helped you cope a little bit with and overcome jealousy. For me, it's sort of a similar situation where it wasn't that I was jealous, but I just had an unusual relationship with sex. And so the fun of it really is to let my fiance, who is, you know, a very sexual person and a very sexually active person, live her life without me sort of getting in the way and dictating it. But that doesn't negatively impact our relationship or our love for each other. And actually, it only enhances it. And it sounds like it's the same with you and your wife, which is great. And I'm really excited to talk to her 
after this. Cool. And uh, before we go, um, this is just a fun, silly little survey lightning round that I'm doing with guests at the end of the episodes. Feel free to not answer questions if you're uncomfortable, only answer questions that you feel comfortable answering. Uh, but since we talked about the philosophy of this lifestyle, people are listening. They like sex. This is a sex positive podcast. So here are the questions. Again, answer what you want. Don't answer what you don't want. Uh, the first question is, uh, what was your most recent sexual hot wife encounter with your wife? Um, a few weeks ago. And do you have any encounters currently planned? Um, no, not currently, but hopefully soon. And when did you lose your virginity? Like 16, 15. What is the most unconventional place you've ever had sex? Oh, like backseat of the car. Favorite sex position? I like them all. Favorite sex <laughs> toy to use on yourself or your partner? Uh, they don't really use toys. Um, how many sexual partners have you had intercourse with? Mm, maybe five or six. What's the favorite part of your body that you feel most confident about? Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe just my arms. And what's your favorite body part of the opposite sex? <laughs> Do I have to pick a favorite? You don't. You can answer whatever you want. <laughs> We can move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite platform or site or location to meet uh, playmates, I guess in this case, to meet bulls for your wife? Oh, we've used a ton of them. Lately, we've been using Field. Oh, that's a great app. Yeah. Um, what is the biggest misconception about your role as the husband of a hot wife? Mm, that there's something wrong with me or that I'm not enough for her. What's the biggest surprise that you've learned about yourself or your wife or just about sexuality in general since you entered the lifestyle? Mm, her perspective, if that and makes sense. It does, yeah. And any words of encouragement for people thinking about entering the lifestyle? I mean, it's only as big of a deal as you make it. Like, you know, people get hung up on so many different things and if you think back to some of your former hangups and you know what they were to you then and what they are to you now, now you can look back on those things and realize that they weren't such a big deal. It's it applies all over the place and it applies to this too. Like a lot of things that we, you know, were hung up on or that we were unsure about, you know, when we started talking about all this stuff or this non existent or non issues anymore. Nice. Well, so, B, thank you so much for coming on The Cuckening. Looking forward to talking to your wife and hearing her side of the story. Okay, cool. Right on. My next guest is Anne. She's a 36-year-old hot wife who happens to be married to B. Welcome to the podcast, Anne. Hi. Thanks so much for chatting with me. It's actually really fun to have just heard B's side of the story um, and now to get to talk to you. I think because he gave us some really good background on how it all started, uh, we can probably just cut right to the chase. Um, and maybe you can tell me a little bit about, from your perspective, uh, what you love about your relationship and why you wanted to open it up. Um, well, one thing I really love uh, about our relationship is the 
the way that we're able to communicate so openly with each other. Um, we can just tell each other how we're feeling and there's no judgment and we're really honest with each other. Um, and I think that we, we just wanted to open it up because we're both really open-minded people. We, when we met, we had talked about how we felt like, um, you know, marriage and, and, uh, loyalty and stuff. There are all these constructs that people make up and they all mean different things to, to different people. And, uh, you know, we both talked about how, uh, the physicality of things doesn't necessarily mean that you're not being loyal to someone. It's about the emotional aspect. And uh, we both agreed on that. So I think that was a good good starting point, at least. Yeah, absolutely. What was your relationship with sex life before you met your husband, before you started dating? And did you experiment in any unusual or kinky ways with previous partners before you and he sort of decided that you wanted to venture into the lifestyle? Um, actually, this was the first time I'd ever heard of anything like hot wifing at all. I mean, I knew that there were swingers and things like that, um, but I never had particularly had any interest in that um, because, you know, I was a very insecure person and I would think if I were in a different relationship, I might still be insecure. Um, so the idea of sharing my partner just wasn't attractive to me. Uh, but of course, me being me, um, I was just like, oh, well, that'd be great if I could go out and be with other people and they would be cool with it. But I just thought that was just something that never even happened. Like I would never in a, a situation like that. Um, right. So when he came up with it and, and discussed it with me, I was just like completely shocked. Um but one thing I, I really had to deal with was, yes, he just, you know, came up to me with this idea. Um, and, but I was still struggling with like, okay, but I'm, I'm his wife. Like, how do I still be a good wife and be all those things, those preconceived notions that you have of what it means to be a wife and still do this. So that was something that I struggled with just because I think I didn't have any kind of exposure to begin with to anything like this. So it was like a completely new territory. And how did you combat those feelings or how did you combat feeling sort of guilty? Because I think a lot of times, and I can speak from my own experience, I'm a cuck and my fiance, you know, is a hot wife. And, you know, there have been times where I've thought, geez, am I like really encouraging her to be with other people and sort of forcing her to do this? Um, I now, you know, feel very confident that we're open and honest with each other and that, you know, she likes it. She's attracted to other men. So she has sex with other men. It's as simple as that. But have you ever felt with, uh, felt as though that's been the situation being pressured by him? And have you felt uh, sort of guilty that he's getting the raw end of the deal? How do, how do you deal with those feelings? Um, I definitely did at the beginning. I was just like, I think there's just something um in our, our nature, when we really love and care about somebody, we automatically think like, how is this going to benefit? But then how is this going to hurt the person that I'm with? And you want to minimize the damage to your significant other, even though, you know, it's something that they want. Um, you still have to kind of come to your own terms with accepting that. 
And it just comes with, I think it comes with time talking about it, um, reassuring words from him, definitely. Um, and just talking about it in times where, you know, you're not so keyed up about the idea when it's just like you're having a normal day and you can just talk about it instead of thinking about it in the moment and thinking about the good things instead of just um, trying to ignore any of the detrimental things. Sure. Um, but I definitely, like, we definitely did. I felt guilty, you know, the first couple of times. Um, but like I said, he reassured me. And um, there was that feeling of pressure um, when we started out because it's like, I want to make him happy. And um, in our situation, he has a higher sex drive than I do. So it was like, part of it was, well, you know, maybe getting out into this lifestyle will kind of kickstart my libido. Um, and it does, it, it works for me. But uh, at first it was still like, I was kind of grappling with all the other issues that come along with it. So it was a little harder to get into wanting to do it as much. So I did feel a little bit of pressure because I felt like I needed to do it more often for his sake. Um, but eventually over time, you know, it just became something that um, I really enjoyed for myself. And so I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this when I feel like I want to. I mean, we're still going to be together and do what we do, but I want to feel confident and comfortable and in initiating this as well, not feeling like I'm doing it solely just to make you happy because then that creates resentment. Absolutely. I'm curious how it's impacted your relationship with him, um, especially sexually. Do you find that you have sex with each other more? Do you find that when you are having sex or are sexting or whatever, having intimate moments, are you really talking mostly about the lifestyle or do you find that you have, do have a good balance and you have your relationship and you can have sex with each other without bringing up the hot wife aspects too? Um, I feel like uh, a big part of it for me is like getting the attention from the guys and that kind of kickstarts my libido. And I mean, we're, I'm really busy. I go to school part-time. I work part-time. I'm a mom and a wife and I have friends. So it's like, I'm constantly busy. So sometimes, you know, just flirting with a guy will be enough to kickstart my libido. And then, you know, we'll be together just, you know, my husband and I, um, and that'll be enough. But then there'll be other times where I go out and stuff and we discuss it like during foreplay. Um, but I feel like, in terms of our relationship it just makes me appreciate him more and I definitely appreciate like his skills in the bedroom more because unfortunately most men don't know what they're doing right um so it's like it just makes me see how unique he is and just how great he is physically and emotionally and all those other aspects it just makes me really appreciate him more for who he is and for what he brings to my life and how our relationship has changed. And I honestly feel like it's become healthier because we've done this. And you mentioned your mom. Um, I assume, you know, it's the most parents of children still have sex. They still have a sex life. They just don't talk about it with their children. They keep it private. Um, yes. Is that the same with, uh, the hot wife thing? I mean, is it something that you are concerned about with, you know, you're out and your husband's home and your child is asking where you are? Uh, you know, how do you, how do you navigate this when you have a child involved? 
Well, I feel like we kind of had a, like, we were lucky because, um, you know, he and I met when we were older um, and our children were older. And so uh, I had been dating. I was a single mom and I had been dating. And so my son would like, I would go out on dates or whatever after he would go to bed. Um, so he didn't have to like experience me leaving and, and being gone for a long time. He, I would be home before he woke up. So it's like, he never really knew I was gone. Um, but he also knows that we have a very active social life. He often hears, or they actually both now, um, they both hear about us going out and spending time with our friends. So if I go on a date, um, and the children are awake, then I just generally say, Oh, I'm going to go grab dinner with a friend. And they don't think anything of it. Uh, I'm usually back before or after they go to bed. And, you know, they're used to me being on the go. And they're used to him being home with them. So it's like they don't, I don't really think they think anything is out of the ordinary. It's just, oh, mom's out with a friend or dad went out with a friend. And, you know, that's that. Right. They're none the wiser. Yeah. Um, Now, um your husband was telling us about the first encounter that he, that, that you had um, with a bull. Um, and uh, that happened at a hotel after you met um, where I guess stood up originally and then met somebody else at the bar. Um, yeah. I'm wondering, especially cause I'm on his side of the table. I'm always fascinated by obviously my fiance's exploits. I'm curious what it, if you could describe what it felt like uh, to you um, having sex with somebody that wasn't your husband for the first time in a long time? Um, I, I mean, I honestly, I, it was a rush because it was like, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing this, but I'm doing it anyway. Um, but it was, it was a lot of different things. It was just kind of like surreal. And then, you know, you kind of have that that tinge of guilt like oh I shouldn't be doing this but then you have the whole oh well but I am and uh it's just it was just I don't I really don't know how to explain it um because the actual physicality of it wasn't like anything mind-blowing I think it was more so the just that this was our first time and it was exciting and it was new and it was fresh and uh you know, it was just like, okay, we've been talking about it for so long. Now we're actually making it happen. And I think it was just like, I, I don't, like I said, I don't really know how I can describe it more than that. Right. Now, your husband also mentioned that, that you have encouraged him to hook up with guys, which, um, you know, I think is common in this lifestyle. Um, I'm curious, and I'm I'm assuming other listeners of this podcast are curious, why are you comfortable with him hooking up with guys, but not hooking up with other women? Um, well, I think, uh, like I mentioned earlier, it's obviously insecurity. I do worry about him finding another woman that could do things better for him, but in opening my, uh, I guess my flexibility and, and just being encouraging it with him to uh, explore his uh, bisexual side. Um, I feel like just being op- that open with it is like, okay, well, if he were, if he were with a woman, it wouldn't be as bad as I think it would be. And then just seeing 
like I feel like it's how he says that um or how I said that like he I'm sorry I'm trying to think uh how I appreciate him more I feel like it's flipped like he appreciates me more because he's been in these situations now and I can kind of sense that I and I feel like if he were to be with another woman I wouldn't have to worry about it Hmm. and do you feel like you are now getting a rush from I mean he told me he doesn't identify as a cuckold but for the sake of this uh podcast let's just call it that um are you familiar with cuckweening which is sort of the the opposite um and do you feel like maybe you are now getting a rush out of him hooking up with people um i i definitely get a rush out of uh uh hearing about him being with another guy i still i don't really think i would be aroused by the idea of him being with another girl um i guess it's just because i I would just think that two guys being together is hotter. Um, but I, I'm not, I don't need to see anything visually. I like hearing about it more than anything. Um, so it's like, I wouldn't have to like see him interact with another person or like, I wouldn't have to read his texts or anything like that. So I'm not really sure how far I would have to go. Um, to be into that lifestyle but i mean i'm definitely okay with him being with other men and that arouses me but the idea of him being with another woman it i mean i could be okay with it but it's not like something that would get me going right now you mentioned that you like hearing about it when he's with other men i mm-hmm. obviously like hearing when my fiance is with other men um although I, I we sort of find that it's some for some reason more fun to kind of text about it um, I mean, we talk about it when we're having sex and, you know, she'll tell me that this is a position that some guy had sex with her in and that's, that works for us. Although it's not the kind of thing where she walks into a room and tells me about it. So right. do you, how do you guys communicate what, you know, has happened with each other's partners? I feel like it's similar for us. Like I'll, I'll text him and tell him what happened. But then when we're like in the heat of the moment, it's, it's the same thing. I'll be like, Oh, so-and-so did this or he did that. Or, you know, it's, it's the same. I would say it was pretty much the same as yours, uh, your situation. But I think, I think it is easier to send texts. Um, there is something just about like kind of saying that blatant, blatant stuff, like out loud face to face that still kind of makes you feel like uh yeah it's not quite as sexy as reading it yeah it's not and i feel and honestly i feel like that's because when you read you know you kind of use your imagination a little bit more to fill in the gaps and it kind of triggers those responses in your brain a little bit easier than like looking at someone and just hearing it absolutely well it's been really cool to hear your side of it and and i think i'm most taken with the fact that you really have the same story. I mean, your communication seems to be there. Um, This really seems to be working for both of you. Um, I think it would be concerning if there were things he said that you didn't know about or things that you liked that he said he doesn't like. So it's really cool to hear about a couple that's doing it and that it's enhancing their lifestyle. It's, it's something that helps, uh, you know, fulfill a, a need, which is that you are not as sexually driven as he is. And so it's something mm-hmm. that sort of jumpstarts you. And, and so I think mm-hmm. it's really cool. Um, 
I've been ending these interviews with a quick um, round of lightning round questions, like an exit interview. Um, okay. You should absolutely feel comfortable not answering them if you don't want to. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we've had a pretty philosophical conversation about the lifestyle. And I know that the listeners of this podcast obviously care about sex. So here yeah. we go. Uh, my first question is, what was your and when was your most recent sexual encounter? Uh, it was actually for my birthday a couple weeks ago. And was this, this was with a, a partner that wasn't your husband? Um, it was with, uh, my partner and another partner. Oh, that's fun. Uh, do you have any encounters that are currently planned upcoming? Uh, not right now. Honestly, it's been hard to find a guy who can fit within my schedule. Right. When did you lose your virginity? I was 14. What was the most unconventional location that you've had sex in? Oh, God. That's a lot of years to try to remember back to. <laughs> um, I I think uh, it's probably in a field. <laughs> that works. That's cool. Um, what is your favorite position? Um, I kind of like being dominated a little bit more. I kind of like having uh, a guy who can take control. So I don't mind... Um, missionary honestly and um i think doggy style would have to be my second what's your favorite sex toy to use on yourself or on your partner i actually don't use sex toys honestly i find like the more natural approach you have hands and fingers and things like that so i think that's the best <laughs> if you've kept track how many sexual partners have you had intercourse with It's got to be close to 100 right now. What is your favorite part of your body? Uh, my boobs. <laughs> what is your favorite body part of the opposite sex? Definitely the penis. Um, what do you look for in a penis? Um, I, I like them not to be too huge because every guy thinks that it needs to be huge to get anything going. And no, that's not true. Um, I, you know, just... It just a nice shape, uh, not curved and not like too thick. Great. Um, <laughs> what is the biggest misconception out there about your role as a hot wife in a lifestyle? That I don't love my husband. What's the biggest surprise that you've learned since entering the lifestyle? There are a lot of men out there who would rather think that you're cheating on your significant other than have you be honest about what you're doing. And any words of encouragement for people thinking about uh, opening up their marriage? Uh, any words of encouragement for the future hot wives out there? Um, just, you know, to make sure that they're, they're really grounded in their relationship and there's communication on both ends and, you know, it is a really fulfilling lifestyle and it gives you back a sense of self as a woman um, that you kind of lose sometimes when you get caught up in life and, and marriage and, you know, kids and work and stuff. Awesome. And thank you so much. And thanks to your husband, B. It's been great talking to you guys. All right. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you, too. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Cuckening. Anne and B have the kind of relationship that I personally strive to have with my fiancé. While the lifestyle isn't for everyone and it comes with its challenges and issues of jealousy, it's nice to know that couples like Anne and B not only make it work, but embrace it as a way to keep their marriage strong. 
In the last episode, we talked to a hot wife, Polly Swinger, and this week we talked to a hot wife and her husband. So next week, let's talk to a bull. Until then, play smart, have fun.